Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is made possible by donation from Eddie. This is your third donation thus far, so thank you very much for helping support my YouTube channel. Eddie and I finally agreed that I should cover this particular topic of the herding mentality of women with regards to hipsters, and Eddie wanted me to cover why women get tattoos as well and do other things in a herd mentality. And I thought I'd take this chance to show some pictures of some of the hipster girls in Toronto so that everyone can see the quality of the females in some of Toronto's hipster neighborhoods. After seeing these pictures, you can probably see why Toronto is considered by some to have the largest number of MGTOWs per capita in the world. The photos in this video are of women in the Kensington Market part of Toronto, which by many is considered hipster central in this city. Today it's trendy to be considered a hipster, and many women are choosing to fall into the trappings of a hipster lifestyle. So what does that mean exactly? Well, for one, it's all about secondhand or one-of-a-kind clothing, skinny jeans and funky sunglasses. Many hipsters also work hard at looking unkept, and it's almost like some of them try really hard to look like they don't bathe or take care of themselves properly. Seeing the hipsters kind of reminds me of the grunge movement back in the early 1990s. When I was in high school in the mid-1990s, many of the women in my school were all into Alanis Morissette and Nirvana, and they all dressed the same way for the most part. Everyone back then seemed to wear jeans, flannel, tie-dye shirts, sandals with socks, and also played hacky sack. And the men that could grow beards did. I didn't think too much about it when I was back in the 10th grade, but I, then I started noticing women that were starting to get piercings in very unusual places. Tongue piercings that seemed to be more and more popular, and girl after girl started showing up to class barely able to speak after they had their tongues pierced. They all wanted to have their tongues pierced, and some of their tongues started getting infected, and just over half the girls that had the procedure done eventually had to get them removed. But the tattoo culture hadn't exploded like it has today. Back then, women would get tramp stamps above their ass, but they didn't get full arm sleeves or cover their entire bodies with tattoos from head to toe like some of the women do today. Women in both movements, the grunge and the hipster movements, were also girls from backgrounds that often had money. There's even a joke going around that many of the hipster guys have large trust funds and that they're just playing poor until they grow up and take on some real responsibilities. So the way I take these hipster girls is that they're just playing poor, starving artists until they get a little bit older and decide what they want to do with their lives. This woman was getting free secondhand clothing in the park as I took these photos, as were many others. There were about 20 of them rushing over to pick out the clothing that someone had left on a fence. In other parts of Kensington Market, you could find brand new custom-made and designer clothing such as these. I also saw at least half a dozen women with large exposed tattoos. One woman I personally know in her mid-twenties has a tattoo that says $1 million by the age of 25 on it. Once she turned 25 and didn't have the money, she tried to convince me that the meaning of the tattoo had retroactively changed, and that the meaning of the tattoo was now that she had provided the world with $1 million in value by the time she had turned 25 and that she had done this and had accomplished her goal. I caught myself just as I was about to start laughing at her. But this girl is covered in tattoos and has an addiction and can't stop getting them. 10 to 15 years ago, women didn't have tattoos, and it's expensive to do an entire sleeve on your arm. So tattoos are increasingly becoming permanent status symbols, like purses or coats. 
Walking around Kensington Market, I noticed that all the women wore trendy sunglasses, and they all seemed to have the same type of design. And their hair also seemed very unkept. And although I didn't get close enough to smell them, I could definitely think that they wanted everyone to perceive them as not having bathed. The whole idea behind hipster culture is that you're rejecting consumer culture and instead supporting local shops and goods producers. I also get the impression that many hipster girls are looking and waiting for a really wealthy hipster guy. When I was in university, many of the girls around that time that were in my class were into the rave culture, and they had blindly fallen into it. Back then, I would hear about young kids dying in the city from taking too much ecstasy. And when it was typically male victims, no one seemed to care. But when a girl died from taking ecstasy, it was far too tragic. I got involved in the rave and club culture back in 1993, and typically go to all-ages events by the airport because I loved the music, and the people were fun to hang around with. Very few people outside of a European background even knew what house and rave music was at that time. But five years later, when I went to university, almost everyone in my class was going to raves. And these were the same types of girls that looked down on me for liking club culture back in the 90s. In the 90s, many of the girls that I dated thought that dance music was too weird for their tastes, so they often thought I was weird. And yet today, they now listen to club music in their cars on the way to work, but only because it's popular and it's part of the herd mentality. If other women are listening to it, then it must be good, right? I've only ever met a few women that could identify a future trend in popular culture. Most of the time, they insult things that are different and are actually preventing progress from happening in the arts. People often say that old men don't want the world to change, but I think it's young women that want things to stay the same as well. They seem to attack new cultural movements at first, only to embrace them a short period later. After I realized this, I decided that fashion was a complete waste of time, because it's all based on how women perceive the current trends. Women have the power to make or break a trend, because if they follow it, then guys will also dress in that similar clothing and style to get the girls. But with hipsters, I can't possibly imagine that the guys are working on their appearance to get most of these hipster girls. I didn't find most of them attractive at all. Many were overweight and had yellow teeth from smoking too much. Working as a wedding photographer, I've noticed that all women seem to want to have the same types of weddings. They all rent the same wedding halls and limousines and buy the same dresses. And this is really expensive herding behavior. The same thing seems to happen when couples buy homes in up-and-coming neighborhoods or upscale neighborhoods. In the city I live in, no one wanted to live in condos or lofts about 15 years ago. Today people want to live in newly built condos or lofts because it's now considered cool. And there are literally hundreds of buildings going up all over the place. And a lot of the women are getting into debt and borrowing money and pushing the value up of tiny little one-bedroom condos up to about $400,000. They think they're going to become wealthy from the debt that they take on to purchase and service these tiny little units. I blame women for most of the insanity in the housing market here in Canada. I know many women that live in overpriced condos while men live in basements dwelling there until the prices of homes become more affordable. The thing I find disturbing about hurting behavior of people in the last 10 years is the idea that marginal behaviors are becoming increasingly acceptable to women. I used to think that it was mostly men that were into gambling, drinking, tattoos, and promiscuous sex. And most of those men were working in fields where they were bored or they needed to do something to keep themselves from going crazy. Today women are following the same path and they aren't thinking about the future. 
What man is going to want some used-up 35-year-old hipster with sagging tattoos, STDs, and a gambling problem? The answer is probably no one. It's cool when you're a young woman, but if you get old, it's just going to be incredibly gross to look at. Being a starving artist is great if you're in your early 20s, but it gets kind of old and tiring when you hit your third. Anyways, thanks again to Eddie for his third donation. And if you're Ole, Alex, or Lee who've donated money, please send me a message with regards to the topics that you want me to cover. I know one of you wanted me to cover a video on cars, and the other two donations don't seem to have any instructions attached to them. I thank everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.